0: everybody. Good morning. Good to see everybody here this morning. Bright and early. <coughs> Bright eyed and bushy tailed. I'm glad to see all of you all be here this morning. We had a little bit of a late night last night. So I was wondering about it. I was going to see how many were going to be gone this morning, but you're all here, hopefully awake. Amen. This is important for us to be awake. Thank you, Lord. Appreciate what the Lord is doing, and everything that we're doing It's all in his hands. Praise God. And we're doing our best to seek his will and to be in his will. So I hope we're still of that mind to want to seek his will today. To open up our hearts. Open up our minds. Open up our spirit to him. And like Paul said, feel after Him. Yes. Amen. And if we do that, we are probably going to find Him. Yes. Amen. We're going to find Him. Amen. So I encourage everybody to do so this morning. Forget about everything. Forget about yesterday. A lot of activities yesterday. Remember that the scripture says, Every morning His compassions are new. Yes. Amen. Amen. His mercy, His grace, they're all new every day. Amen. So we have a fresh start this morning. Amen. A fresh start with Him. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. I'm glad of that. Amen. I'm glad of that. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to start. And uh, I'm going to ask Brother Edwards again if he would come up and lead us in prayer this morning. Musicians and singers, come on up. Praise the Lord, everyone.
1: It seems like I just saw all of you. Oh, man, what a time in the Lord. Man, I woke up this morning and I said, man, now I know what a Holy Ghost hangover feels like. Man, I can't wait to get back to church. And my voice was lower than this. I was like, wow. Man, Holy Ghost group. So it's a good thing, you know. And uh, I'm looking forward to today. I just, uh, I was thinking about that uh, going home last night. And I said, isn't it something how every service has just been building on the other one? And is going deeper and deeper. And it's like, wow, how much deeper can it get? And I know it can get deeper, but I'm just saying, I'm, I'm so looking forward to it. So let's invite him in this place and see what he has for us. Jesus, Lord. Lord, we praise you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for waking us up today, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for putting breath in our lungs, Lord. A praise on our lips, Lord. Lord, I thank you, Jesus, as the sun is shining, Lord Jesus. I thank you, Lord, for the freedom that we have, Lord, that we can choose to be here, Lord. And Lord, I pray, Lord Jesus, Lord, that our minds, Lord, we all be in one mind and one spirit and one accord, Lord. And Lord, that the desire of our hearts, Lord, would be to seek your face, Lord Jesus, to be touched by you, Lord, to worship and praise you lord because you're worthy lord you're worthy of it all lord lord jesus i pray lord that you bless the man of god this morning i pray you anoint him lord and speak through him lord i look forward to what you have to say to us lord lord i pray that you bless the sunday school classes today the teachers lord the students lord jesus lord bless the singers this morning lord Anointed, Lord, Jesus, the musicians, Lord. Lord, I pray, Lord, that this morning, Lord, would just be a continuation of what you've been blessing us with, Lord. Lord, I also want to lift up the, uh, the Wethies, Lord, Jesus, down in Kansas, Lord. I pray that your hand would be upon that body down there, Lord, in everything they're going through right now, Lord. And I pray, Lord, that it would make them stronger, Lord, make them more hungry for you, Lord, through this thing that they're going through, Lord. And I pray that you keep your hand on them, Lord. Jesus, Lord, I look forward to what you have for us, Lord. And I pray, Lord, that you bless our service. I pray, Lord, that you bless our day, Lord. And I ask all of this, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Amen.
2: drink coffee and I had two cups of coffee. God is good. Amen. He's still on the throne. Amen. Amen. So we're just gonna have a good time with the Lord this morning.
0: Thank you very much, everybody. The Lord's presence is in here in a beautiful, beautiful way, mighty way. Praise God! You cannot deny that. You cannot deny that. Thank you, Jesus be having uh, service again tonight. Um, of course, I announced last night we will be having regular Sunday school this morning, So, but I'm looking forward to uh, what the Lord is doing, what He has been doing, and uh, what He's going to be doing, and it'll just be uh, the right time for us to take full advantage of what we are experiencing right now. So I uh, just want to encourage everybody. Is there anything I can do? Mm-hmm. You know, I appreciate uh, Brother Craig and uh, yes. or Sister Taryn. Yes. And yes. They've been with us for uh, almost a couple of weeks now. Maybe a little over a couple of weeks, but uh, he came. And uh, so we just uh, left it open as far as the ministry of the Word and, and uh, uh, appreciate what the Lord has been doing yes. through Him, yes. Amen. And, and what we have been hearing and what we have been receiving—it's uh, always been a blessing. Yeah. So we'll just we'll just uh, uh, leave it open. Mm-hmm. Leave it open. I uh, I don't know, Brother Craig has some commitments uh, up ahead here. And in this coming month, and we're, we're coming to the end of uh, uh, April already. Yeah. The Luke Wethi was supposed to be uh, up here on the 22nd, but uh, because of what broke out in his church, uh, we're going through that right now. But uh, uh, I, I don't want to say anything and, and say, you know, this is it, this is it, this is it, until I have felt something from the Lord, until I have heard from the Lord. Amen. Yeah. Uh, People have problems when you say that, when I heard from from the Lord. Uh, God actually does speak to us and uh, gives us uh, direction, gives us counsel. So when I hear something from the Lord, uh, praise God, something definite, but we're just to that place now where we have arrived to today. So we'll just uh, go along with it. We'll work with it. We'll, we'll, we'll follow the spirit as we go along, and, yeah. and if if uh, brother Craig does, uh, you know, if, if if this tonight is the last night, and he goes his way, they go their way, revival uh, the is not leaving. Yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. <laughs> Basically, the the Lord used him to. To open up a lot of things to us, yes, amen. And make us aware of a lot of things. So we just need to continue on with what He has uh, established, what He's done. So, amen. and I, uh, you know, in this, in this, uh, in, in the ministry, and of course, uh, maybe before I get started here. Uh, We'll go ahead and we'll dismiss the Sunday school classes to the respective classrooms um, this morning. (laughs) Unless they want to stay. And as I said before, I appreciate uh, the ministry. I appreciate what Brother Craig has been doing. He's obviously been obeying the Lord. Uh, I, want you to, I want you to understand something. Uh, of course, uh, amongst the ministry, there's that uh, relationship, connection we have. Uh, whenever you go to minister the Word of God, you go going to different churches, different fellowships. And uh, I want you to understand this: when, when you're there preaching the Word of God, you're ministering the Word of God. Uh, we don't say things to one another. Right. We don't divulge any, if I want to say it that way, secrets. Right. We don't. We don't do that. And uh, I don't talk to him about things that are happening in this fellowship, this right. church. I don't mention a word to him. I just. Right. The, the, the reason why it's that way because I, you know, we know. Uh, really, the what God can do through a person if he if he seeks Him and he prays and, and God will speak to him and and uh, lay upon his heart that burden for the people that he's ministering to. Yes. And, uh, that's what the Scripture says: If any man speak, let him speak as an oracle of God. Yes. Yes. So we understand that. So. Uh, if some of you feel like you know I've been sharing information with him, uh, I'm going to tell you this morning I haven't said a word to him. Right. He, could, he could tell you that. He right. Could, he could. Uh, he can back that up. Uh, the only reason why is because I I know nothing of you. I may have some idea. You know we we do have some idea just by your actions, just by the way you. Uh, conduct yourself, and, uh, and if I want to say it that way, surface, yeah. what's there, what's apparent, what's on the surface, and uh, the, thing, the thing is, the Lord knows more about you than mm-hmm. I myself or even Brother Craig, <laughs> <clears throat> but God will reveal the intents of your heart through his word, and so that's why we just leave it at that we don't say nothing because we know God can do a better job of revealing certain things than we can and of course you know he'll use this through the gifts of the spirit and and, uh, through the word of God to reveal when that light shines it's going to reveal what's in the darkness and and it's going to reveal what's there so a lot of times things that we have harbored in our heart in our thoughts uh the Word of God will expose them. Amen. Amen. And so I, I just want to take the time this morning. I felt this. Uh, I've been feeling this for the past couple of days. just, and, and it's hard to, you know, when the Lord lays a burden on your heart, you know, you just have to obey. You right. just have to um, follow the Spirit of God and, and, and that's what I'm doing. Just, just for the sake, and if I want to say it that way, for the sake of comprehension uh-huh. for the sake of comprehension we could probably start any point in the scripture and somehow or another uh, maybe maybe by confidence or by, by coincidence we could probably come across something that would probably uh, reach out and it will touch you it will find it's and find its place. But we don't want to do that. What we what we're doing, what we do is when we pray, and of course all you ministers know this, when you pray and you talk to God and and the Lord speaks back to you, he'll bring understanding to you, he'll give you the very thing that the people of God need to hear. Yeah. Amen. And, and hear and here's the other. Here's the other part that you need to, to receive, Amen. and that's why the scripture says. That's why the apostle James said, "Don't be just hearers of the word only, Amen. but be doers of the word, Amen. so that you can be blessed in your deeds." Amen. So you hear, you receive, so that you can be blessed. You can experience God. Amen. You can experience Him, and it's obviously. It's, it's amazing because there's so many different people in here, all individuals, different personalities, and different things going through your mind right now. Amen. You're going through certain things. I have no clue, but God does. Yeah. And uh, here's the thing. God can speak to each and every one of you individually. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> in this setting yeah. Yeah. so that's why it's important for us I, I just want to I, I just want to help you to understand I want you to comprehend mm-hmm. comprehend what God is trying to do yeah. uh, he's trying to reach into your life yes. he's trying to reach into your heart yeah. your mind. Yeah your spirit yes. trying to get access yes. hallelujah yeah, right. so settle this in your mind this morning I want you to settle this in your mind everybody it's no accident you're here yeah. Yeah. it's not a coincidence right. that you're here right. somehow the Lord and his divine wisdom has allowed you to come Man. Somehow he orchestrated, put together certain movement in your life. Use certain circumstances to say, okay, you know what I'm going to do? <clears throat> I'm going to bring them all to the Livingstone Apostolic Church in Vermillion, South Dakota. Yeah. I'm going to somehow create a situation. I'm going to manipulate them. what's going on in their life so they can come. That they can hear That's how That's how awesome God is He sang that song this morning He's an awesome God He is, he's an awesome God God. So if you would turn with me in your Bibles this morning I'm I'm, going to try to somehow uh, Relate or impart to you Understanding that would somehow open up a lot of things to you. Second uh, Peter chapter. I tell you First Peter. It's the Second Peter chapter one, and uh, this is this is uh, fascinating, <laughs> to say the least. Uh, I'm going to start out with just uh, a, a couple of verses here. I, I'd love to read what beginning of this chapter and go through the whole, from from verse, you know, the first part of the chapter from verse uh, number 2 all the way to 11, but I'm going to uh, eliminate some passages of scripture there, just because I want to prove my point with you this morning, that's all right. right. He says in in verse number 2, grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God, through the knowledge of God. And of Jesus Christ our Lord. Now look what he says. According to as. According as his divine power. Hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. According as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. So that's his will this morning. That we can, we can receive of His divine power. Yeah. His divine power. And how is that done? Through the knowledge of Him that hath called us to glory and virtue. Amen. Glory and virtue. Amen. Okay? Whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises... That by these you might be partakers of the divine nature. Okay, uh, there's so many things that uh, that are necessary for us to uh, to hear this morning. Uh, I'm gonna try to do my best to put it all in its place, but I want you to understand this: the whole reason why all this is happening, so that we could all be partakers of His divine nature. Yes. So what that means is that if we are to be takers, be partakers of His divine nature, what He is trying to do in our lives right now, of course we, we, you heard me say many times about Him intervening, intervention into our lives. God intervening into our lives. The purpose of that intervention is so that we can experience His divine nature. His divine nature can make an entrance into our lives. And in order for that to happen, guess what? Everything else that we know, everything else that we've lived up to, to this point right now, this moment in this service, everything that you've experienced in this life. When I say that, everything that you have experienced and felt out here in this realm or this economy, your environment, all those things really should be nothing. Yes when it comes to God's presence being ushered into our lives. All those things just kind of seem to move aside and here comes the presence of God. Here comes His divine nature into your life. And and we get little hints of that. We get little, uh, when we experience what we're experiencing this morning in this place. Man, you can feel the presence of God. Can't you? you can feel the presence of God just moving and, and, and you know what? The, the inner man, your spirit is liking what you feel. Yeah, because you know that it's real. Yeah, really awesome. I, have, I have never felt anything like this before in my life. That's our response. That's the inner man. That's the real you. Yes, that's it. That's expressing right. yeah. what it's experiencing. Yes, this, this is not the real us. This is just the uh, the body that our spirit is. Is housed in. Amen. But a lot of times this tries to get in our way. Amen. This tries to dictate how we live. Amen. But what God is trying to do. God is trying to come into our lives. And he's trying to reach the real you. Amen. The apostle Peter said it in, in, in his first epistle. The hidden man Amen. of the heart. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. And so. That's what He's trying to do. If you're feeling something, you know, there's been a lot of movement. And I'm saying, when I say movement, I'm just talking about everybody moving around and, and all that kind of stuff. You know, everybody's been led to worship and, and all this kind of stuff. A lot of movement, a lot of activity. Not just here, but in our own world, in our own environment. A lot of stirring up. A lot of stirring up. And, and a lot of activity. But here's, here's the Lord. He's trying to, make his way through all that. (laughs) And he's trying to penetrate. This is his objective. This is his target right here. Each and every one of you. Right here.
1: Okay,
0: so he says that. Well, let's go back to the scripture. Verse number... uh, uh, 10, wherefore the rather. Brethren, give diligence. Give diligence to make your calling and election sure. In other words, Make no mistake. For some reason, He's allowed you to come into His throne room this morning. Amen. Huh? He's allowed you to enter His presence, and for the obvious reason, He's given you a invitation. He's inviting you. Woo! I don't know if any of you have ever been in the presence of a real king. Wow. Let me tell you something. There's, like Paul said, there's there's lords many, gods many. There's 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 kings out there, there's lords, but let me tell you something about him. He is the king of kings and the lords of lords. So all these other chiefs. Are secondary. They're all under subjection to Him because He is the one that is exalted. He is the. Thank
2: you, Jesus.
0: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. The Bible calls Him Chief Cornerstone. He's got a Lakota name, <laughs> the Bride and Morning Star. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? He's riding his white war pony. So I want you, I want you to understand that. Everything else is really nothing. (laughs) Nothing. And he's trying to reach into your lives right now. He's trying to reach into your hearts. And so look what he says there. He says, make your calling and election sure. Sure. That's what we all have to do right now. We have to grasp this thing. We we have to get a hold of it. We have to pursue it. Give diligence. Give diligence. That ought to be what you're feeling right now. You're going to do what you can. You're going to be highly motivated. You're not going to sit back on God. You're going to be highly motivated. You're not going to be... Amen. Lazy. You're not going to be half-hearted. Huh? You're, you're going to feel because of what God is doing right now, you're going to exert yourself. You're going to use all the energy you can that you can muster up. See, that's what God wants you to do. To seek Him. So so that's what that's what we need to do. So look what He says. Uh, he says, "For soul and entrance," in verse number 11, pay attention for soul and entrance." Amen. Wow Amen. shall be ministered unto you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. So an entrance shall be. In other words, we're going to come to that place where we can have access. Where we can enter the kingdom of heaven. Did you know that's what you're feeling right now? That's what you're feeling right now. You, you know, uh, in the Lord's Prayer, you know, he, he didn't tell us to recite that prayer word for word. He was just given us a model of what, how we should pray. Yeah. How we should pray. Amen. Our Father which art in heaven. We acknowledge Him. That's where He is. He's in, the, he's in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. How great is your name. Amen. Did you realize that Jesus' name is above all names. Yeah. It's above all names. So if there's a name that has more authority and more power than any name, it's the name of Jesus. So that's why His name is Amen. Above all names. So when we call upon him, we lift up his name. Amen. Hallowed be thy name. Look what he says. Thy kingdom come. So what what we do is when we pray that way, we invoke. Through the name of Jesus, we invoke. We open up that doorway, that entrance we invoke the kingdom of heaven and we pray thy kingdom come in other words Lord let the kingdom of heaven come into our midst in in all reality what you're feeling right now what you're feeling right now is you're feeling the kingdom of heaven you're feeling You're feeling the presence of God because the presence of God is the kingdom of heaven. So so you're feeling that presence and you know what? We we love what it's like when we experience the presence of God. The kingdom of heaven coming. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. What did he say? In earth as it is in heaven. Amen. So, in other words, we invoke what we want—the kingdom of God—to come yes. and to do yes. and to prevail yes. here in our in our midst. Yes. It's, it's, it's kind of—it's kind of—it's kind of, uh, it's kind of um, how would I say? Sometimes we have problem with that because. It's, it's hard for us to comprehend that. Right. Here's the thing. We're carnal creatures. Yeah. Okay. We're given to the impulses of our carnal nature. Right. We do things. When I say carnal, I mean this. We, we basically we live according to what our flesh always tries to dictate for us to do. The natural man cannot see the things of God because they are foolishness unto him. And so here's the thing. God has to somehow penetrate our finite minds. Somehow we have to come to that uh, uh, understanding, that comprehension of the kingdom of heaven. You know what? Right now, if you're in, in in a carnal state, if you're in the carnal mind, you're going to have difficulty understanding that. Right. Right. Amen. And the thing about it is, you're, you're naturally, you're going to resist it. I don't believe that. Well, that's just your opinion.
1: Right. Amen.
0: Not God's. Amen. It's not the truth of God. Okay? So, so, so how is it? Because we cannot understand such uh, revelation. We can't understand that. We just can't go there because our, this, is what, this is what hinders us. We, we have that problem. We have that difficulty for us to, to move into that place where we can, you know, experience that. I want you to understand something. That's why allow, the Lord allows you to feel the kingdom. Amen. If there's a way He can get your attention... He's going to touch you. Amen. How many of you feel God touching you this morning? If, if, if he can't get in through here and through here, he's going to somehow get you to a point where you, where you can actually understand and know how real it is by touching you. Because we're used to something that is real, that is abstract. Or solid. We can connect with that. So God says, okay, if they need to feel it, then I'm going to let them feel. (laughs) (laughs) Pay attention now. I want you to understand something about the kingdom of heaven. Jesus, in his conversation with Pontius Pilate, this is recorded in John 18. And in speaking with Pontius Pilate about the kingdom of heaven, uh, he said in John 18 36, Jesus answered, Look what he says. He said, My kingdom is not of this world. Uh, My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, then would my servants fight? Wow, Brother Craig shared that the other night about the angels. Wow, just what would happen if he would have lost a legion of angels? He would have wiped out all the planet Earth. They would have found out how real the kingdom of heaven was. So he says, If my kingdom were of this world, then would my servants fight that I should not be delivered to the Jews, but... Now is my kingdom not from him. So he wants us to understand his kingdom is not of this world. It's not any, like any other the kingdoms of this world. Yes. And we know what that's all about. Amen. 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 We live in a country. Yep. Huh? Yeah. We could call it the kingdom of the United States. Yeah. Or the kingdom of Great Britain. Yeah. I'm just giving you an example. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the kingdom of Russia. The kingdom of China. So I'm giving you an example. Those are kingdoms. Right. Yeah. Those are all countries. Those are all nations. They, they're all people that are ruled by some principle of government. Yes. Amen. Huh? Yeah. So in other words, a kingdom has a principle of government. Right. Yes. I want you to understand that. So the kingdom of heaven is just. As real, and even more so than any kingdom that is on this earth. Yes. Yes. Amen. Right. Amen. And so, so what he's trying to do is he's trying to allow us to gain entrance into yes. that kingdom. Yes. Yes. Jesus. Jesus. Okay. Wow! I want you to pay attention now, because oh oh uh, I, I believe he had to simplify it so you could understand. <clears throat> Hallelujah. So here's Here's something now We're putting it together We're putting it together By the word of God Amen. Matthew 3 verse number 1 and 2 <clears throat> Look what it says In those days came John the Baptist preaching in the Wilderness of Judea And saying Repent ye Wow <laughs> Repent ye. Amen. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Right. Amen. If if we're going to enter the kingdom of heaven, we've got to do an about face.
1: Yes. Amen. That's Amen. Yeah. Amen. right.
0: In order for us to understand, remember. A lot of people, even in the Christian world, even in Christian denominations, are trying are trying are you listening to me yeah, yeah. are trying yeah. to live for God right. but you know what they haven't even entered the kingdom Amen. 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 All right. Right. Amen. You, so it's hard for you to enter into the kingdom if you haven't been given access to the kingdom right.
1: That's right. Right.
0: Uh, I told you I was going to simplify it. <laughs> in these days came the John the Baptist preaching in the wilderness of Judea and saying repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Pay attention to what he's saying. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Amen. And you know what? All those Pharisees and Sadducees were so blind in their religion they didn't even comprehend what he was saying. The kingdom of heaven is at Amen. hand. Yeah. You know what that means? Proximity. Proximity. That's what it means. Is at hand. Proximity. What that means, it's nearness. It's nearness to you. Because that's what he was telling him. Hey, the kingdom of heaven is at. It. The kingdom of heaven is right near you. Alright? And here's the thing. It also means this. It's not just the nearness of the kingdom of heaven. You know, that's what you feel right now. You're feeling the little brush of the kingdom of heaven. Amen. Okay? So you know it's near. And, and it's not just near, but it has a urgency of immediacy. Yes. Amen.
1: Right. Wow.
0: That's right. In other words, it's there for us to take right now if we, yeah. if we so desire. Right. It's there for us to grasp right now. If you so desire... The kingdom of heaven. You can reach out. You can grasp it. Glory, hallelujah. Thank, you, Lord. thank you Jesus. Yes, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> hey, pay attention.
3: Hallelujah.
0: This kingdom. Is distinct. And different than any other kingdom. You can take a look. And, and you can see. What is happening even in this country, and you see what is taking place, guess what? There is lawlessness, yes. there is chaos, yes. there's uncertainty, yes. huh? Yes. There, there is unrest, there is violence, yes. there is death, huh? Yes. So you can you can get an idea of what's happening in this in this realm, in this world, in this country, in this kingdom. You see what's all there. And and guess what? Uh, A lot of people don't like what they're seeing. A lot of people don't like what they're feeling. A lot of people don't like what they're waking up to and what they're hearing about on the news. But hey, that's the kingdom of this country. Hallelujah. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Okay? So, So when I said the kingdom of heaven is distinct, It is not like any other kingdom. Let me tell you something. That is, amen, the truth. Yes, that's right. Because the scripture gives us an idea, not an idea, but the scripture allows us to see what the kingdom of heaven consists of. The apostle Paul speaking to the saints in Rome said in, verse, uh, in chapter 14 and verse 17 and he just kind of summed it up this way he said for the kingdom of heaven is not meat and drink of course he was just talking to them about their laws their dietary laws their customs and all this that they had he was talking to the Jews and those that were Jews talking about all this <clears throat> but he says the kingdom of heaven is not meat and drink but righteousness and peace. Amen. And joy. In the Holy Ghost. Amen. So. He used three words. Righteousness. And peace. And joy. In the Holy Ghost. So what the kingdom of heaven consists of is this. It's righteousness. Amen. And peace. Yeah. Yeah. And joy. Right. Yeah. Those three words. In, in, in just summarizing those three le- words, in those three words is contained all the, how could I say, the character of heaven. Yeah. Yeah. Are you still with me? Yeah. Yeah. For example, I'm going to get there. I, I don't want to jump the gun, but I'm, I'm going to get there. For example, in the kingdom of heaven, there is no death. Amen. Amen. That's
1: right. Amen. No death. Amen. Amen.
0: In the kingdom of heaven, are you ready for this? There's no sorrow. Yes.
1: Hallelujah. Amen. Huh? Amen.
0: In the kingdom of heaven, there is no pain. Amen. Woo! In the kingdom of heaven, there is no grieving. Here's another one. In the kingdom of heaven, there's no sickness. So when he talks about righteousness, joy, and peace, that's all in the kingdom of heaven. You can imagine. And when we feel that, when the presence of God comes in and we feel that, we get a little touch of it. We get a little glimpse and we feel it and we go, man, that feels so good. Amen. Why was it? Because the kingdom of heaven was very near you.
2: Thank you, Jesus. Attention.
0: So, so we get an idea. We get an idea of that. Remember, we're talking about entrance into the kingdom. Entrance into the kingdom. Entrance. Everybody say entrance. Entrance into the kingdom. Get that down in your mind. Get that down in your spirit. Entrance into the kingdom.
3: Woo!
0: God, I want to walk right into it. Amen. Amen. We're just, we're just getting a little touch of it right now. That's, that's basically, I say that. I say that because the Lord's really been moving and He's been stirring and, and, and moving. And you know, we, we feel it. And, and, oh, I've been watching a lot of your expressions this past week. I'm kind of getting an idea. Hmm. <laughs> Some things we like and some things we don't. Yeah.
3: Yes.
0: All this time, we don't realize that the kingdom of heaven, He's trying to bring us to the point where we can actually come in and access the kingdom of heaven, because yes. all of you need to access the kingdom of heaven. Yes. So that's why you've been feeling what you've been feeling, and you're trying, and still you, you may say, "Oh man, I don't know what it was, but boy, I sure like that feeling." Huh? Thank you, Jesus. I like what I feel. Yes, you. Because the kingdom of heaven is just kind of moving up. Yeah. Thank you,
2: Lord.
0: And all this time, the Lord's saying, Come on now. Amen. Yeah. Haven't I given you enough hints? Haven't I given you enough hints? Remember, it's a spiritual kingdom. It's a spiritual kingdom. That's why it's hard for mankind to understand the gospel of Jesus Christ because that ushers in a spiritual kingdom. It ushers it in. We try our best to understand God so much in our minds that because we cannot make that connection with Him, you know what happens? We make up our own God. We make up our own Amen. Philosophy. Yeah. We make up our own beliefs. Yeah. We make up our own ceremonialism. Yeah. Why? Because we want to make that connection with yeah. God. We don't. We, guess what? When you don't know a person. When you don't know him uh, uh, intimately. When you don't know him personally. Guess what? You're going to be doing a lot of guessing. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. <clears throat> your Your information. Your understanding of that person is going to be vague. And then when you come to really find out what that, who that person is and what, what they're all about, guess what? You find out, hey, I have been wrong yes. Amen. all this time. Yeah. And see, that is that is the condition of the world right now. They, the world fills it in their heart to worship God. But guess what? The way they're worshiping God is not even coming close. Right, Amen. That's right. They never experience the kingdom of heaven. They never experience the truth. So how do, how do we uh, how do we take care of that? Wow. <laughs> I, I need to get to what I need to get through and I'll just pay attention to everybody. pay attention everybody. Uh, John chapter 3, verse number 1, I'll let you get there, there was a man, verse number 1 of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews, The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. Now, I want you you to understand. There's so much in this scripture verse right here. But I want you to understand something. The Jews were aware enough, they understood enough about God, that whenever the kingdom was there, in its fullness. They understand, they understood something about God. They understood that God was a living God. They understood that. So because he was a living God, he was not a God that was dead. Mm -hmm. He wasn't a figment of their imagination wasn't something that they could just uh, relate to as a philosophy or a belief huh? or even a ritual. They understood he was he was alive and that he was a God that was a supernatural God. Yeah. Okay? That's why that's why Nicodemus said this. That's why he made that statement when he's talking for, to Jesus. He said, For no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. So they knew that the kingdom of heaven was just like that. Right. There would be the evidence of the supernatural.
3: Yes.
0: So here comes Jesus. In verse 3, he says, Jesus answered and said unto him, Look what he says, Verily, Verily, Now let me translate that for you. Verily, verily. This is what it means. Truthfully. Truthfully. In other words, what he's saying? I'm telling you truth. Yeah. Truthfully, truthfully, I say unto thee, except a man be born again. Look what it says. He cannot see the kingdom of heaven. So, except you be born again, you cannot see the kingdom of heaven. Right. You cannot set your eyes upon it. And He's not just talking about our physical uh, ability to see with our with our natural sight. He's talking about the spiritual yeah. part of it too. Yeah. Yeah. So it says, "You cannot see the kingdom of heaven." Then he's Nicodem- Nicodemus said unto Him, "How can a man be born when he is old?" Here's that part where they they just do not understand. Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? My, my, my. That's the reasoning of the human mind. How are we going to be born again? I'm I'm born already. Am I going to go back into my mother's womb? That's basically what he was saying. Here comes Jesus and he says, And Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. So he goes on, That which is born of the flesh is flesh. You know what? We have been born of flesh already. We're all born of the flesh. Otherwise, we wouldn't be sitting here. Amen. Amen. So we've been born of the flesh. That which is born of flesh is flesh. And that which is born of the Spirit is spirit marvel not that I say said unto thee ye must be born again so in order to be born again into this kingdom, this spiritual kingdom you have to be born into the spirit now let me just kind of do a little An expository exegesis. Somebody is going to want to Exegesis. Expository. You know know what that means? We're going to break it down. Jesus. Everybody in this world knows about Jesus. The whole world knows about him. But what he came into this world to do is still really important for us to understand why he came into this world. First of all, if you don't know this already, but if you read the scripture, the scripture will, will verify this, that Jesus was born He was born. His mother was a virgin when he was born. She conceived of the Holy Ghost. The Spirit of God moved upon her. God created that miracle of conception and she was born. Why? Because the Bible says he was the Son of God. Just like you and I can procreate children. Of course, my wife and I, we're done now. (laughs) but we've procreated children. We have we have four children, all right? So, so the Holy Spirit moved upon the womb of Mary, created that miracle of inception, and Jesus was born. He became a human being, living in his little embryo in her womb. Just life began to pulsate, and she went through her nine months of pregnancy until he was delivered. Amen. Okay, so here's the thing. He's unique. He's unique in this point. He's not just like, he's not any ordinary human being. Right. Right. <clears throat> we all have fathers. My father is Joseph Marshall. Whoever your father is, you know, that's that's who your father is. Okay, Jesus' father was God. Amen. God is a spirit. Amen. And as Jesus said, the spirit hath not flesh and bones like I have. Yes. So God is a spirit. You cannot see God. We know He's there. Yes. We know He's there. That's why everybody's trying to worship Him. They can't see Him. So, so obviously, that's the reason why they're in the jam. They are. Because yeah. they, they don't know what God looks like. And, and, and if I create God in this image, this is what I think of God. No, no, no. That's not what He wants us to do. So you know what He did? He created a body. He used Mary, who was a virgin, didn't know any man, right. created that body, that little body she brought forth. And then when, when he gave birth, of course he was his 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 uh, uh, birth was announced by angels and told Joseph and Mary, you're gonna have a your wife is gonna have a son, thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Right. And and then it goes on to say, this is what The scripture was talking about, Isaiah was talking about, where he said, Emmanuel, God with us. God with us. Pay attention to what he said, because that's what it means. So God became a human being. Pay attention. Now, here's the thing. He was born into this world. Spirit, deity became humanity. He was born into this world. The reason why he was born into this world. So that he could. Give his life. As a sacrifice. For all mankind. He could shed his blood for us. Now I want you to understand this. He was not an ordinary man. He was a human being. Yes. But he was the son of God. He was the son of God. So. The DNA that he had was not, you know, human DNA. The DNA he had was of God. So that's why his blood is so powerful. When you are washed in the blood of Jesus Christ, that's why his blood can break the power of sin and Satan over you. Because it's not just human blood, it's divine blood. That's the difference. So he was born into this world. So that he could give us life for us. So that he could bring us into the kingdom of heaven. So what do we do in in this process? Of course, he died for us. He was buried. He resurrected. Death, burial, resurrection. Pay attention. Death, burial, resurrection. He died. Guess what? Here's something amazing. When he died... He gave up his citizenship of this world. You know why? Because after his resurrection, he had a glorified body. So it wasn't the physical body he had in the 33 and a half years when he was walking the earth. His body became glorified. You know why? Because he was going back up into heaven. Why is that? Because he was going to lead a way for his people. He came into this kingdom. And he gave his life, shed his blood, died for our sins. They buried him. He resurrected. And then he ascended up on high. He did that so he could lead us into that kingdom. Amen. Jesus said, "Ye must be born again. Amen. Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of heaven. Amen. Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a man be born of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of heaven. So how, how do we do that? How do we gain that entrance into his kingdom? If, you know what? Here, here's the thing about it. There's so much about this that it's 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 so beautiful. It's just it's so awesome. But here's yeah. the the bottom line: is this so that you can receive eternal life? Yes.
3: Yes. Amen.
0: So what do we do? Because we were all born into sin. That's what the scripture says: we were all born into sin. Sin has been on this earth since Adam and Eve disobeyed God so as a result because of their rebellion sin was allowed amen to come into this world and because of it it was passed on to all mankind so because of sin there came death and so mankind has been living amen under that curse since Adam and Eve so what Jesus came to do Jesus came to free us of that curse Why is it? Why is it we think we can try to do good and, and, and try to reach God? That's a sad state. I, I, I need to say this. Mankind always tries to somehow get themselves to that point where they could, you know, get to the kingdom of God. But you know what? Unless you follow His. Word. Amen. Unless you obey his word, you, you can't. Amen. Whatever you do in your life, whatever good you try to do, guess what? It's not going Amen. You're not going to achieve. Amen. There's nobody what you know, there's nobody holy in their selves. Amen. That's what the scripture says. Amen. Not one of us is holy. Amen. We're all sinful creatures. Yes. Amen. Please don't get offended at me by saying that, right? that. That's the truth. That's right. oh, we're all sinners. Yes. By that I mean this. We all like to do our own thing. Yes. Disobey God. Yes. Disobey God. Yes. <coughs> Pastor, you're hurting my feelings. <laughs> right. I'm just trying to tell you if you want to make heaven your home, Quit disobeying God. Quit doing your own thing. Quit doing your own will. Humble yourself to Him. Obey His will. And in order for us to to do that, when, when we come to a place... How many of you here believe that Jesus... Actually lived in the world. How many raise your Amen. hands? You Amen. believe that Jesus lived? Okay. Amen. That's good. Amen. How many of you believe that he was the Son of God?
3: Amen. You believe that? Yes. You
0: read the Bible and Jesus. you read it? You, yeah? Yes. Okay, yes. I do that. Amen. He, he, he was here. Amen. He was here. Amen. In the flesh? Yes. Let me tell you something. He's here in the spirit. Yes. 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 So, so listen to this. I need to hurry. In order for us to access the kingdom of heaven, this is the only way it's going to happen. He came and he died for our sins. He took our sins upon him. He was our, Amen. He he, our. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Our sacrifice. He came to, uh, Amen. He came to uh, die for us, our sins. So as a result. When we acknowledge that, they took his body off of that cross. Everybody has read that story. Yeah. They put it in the in the grave, in the tomb. For three days he lay there. And then after the third day he resurrected. Of course, a lot of things were going on in those three days. A lot of people don't know about. He went down to the pits of hell and he broke up hell. Yes. Yes. Here's the thing. I'm going to tell you this. The devil didn't even try to resist him. He knew better. You You don't mess with God. He surrendered. He surrendered. When Jesus came walking in... There, there was a light that would just, you know, just totally beam through hell. Wow, You're saying What's that all about? Then, yeah. then one of them passed. Oh, oh. Satan Somebody's here to see you. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
2: You know
0: what Satan did? Satan knew better. Where's (laughs) them keys?
3: Where's them keys? Here you go.
0: Him. What I'm telling you this this morning is important. You need to comprehend this. So, He did that for for us so that we can, amen, enter into the kingdom of heaven. So what do we do? When we realize and understand, the Apostle Paul said in Romans 1.16, you can read it. He said that I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation. To the Jew first, and then also to the Gentile, to who who whosoever believes. So if we believe that Jesus came and died for our sins, and that He was buried, and that He resurrected, guess what happens? We have to follow suit. If He made a way for us to to be able to, amen, to to get sin off of us, and our sins remitted, washed away, forgiven. Amen then we need to follow his example. So if he came to die for us, we need to die out to our sins. The old man needs to die. That part of you that loves to go and do your own thing and sin against God, that part of you has to die out. Amen. And then you know what you have to do? You have to be buried like he was buried in the water in Jesus' name for the remission of your sins. So that the power of hell can be broken. Yes. And, and this is the part that is most important. You need to receive. The Bible says. Like as Christ was raised from the dead. The same spirit that raised Christ from the dead. Shall quicken your more bodies. Guess what? We need the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Yes. To be able to enter into the kingdom. Marvel not that I say unto thee Ye must be born Amen Amen Okay Here's I I gotta hurry Here's the the thing We have to give up everything That is of ourselves
3: Because
0: Jesus said To deny yourself Pick up your cross Amen And follow after me. Deny yourself. Deny yourself. Hallelujah. I never gave up. Gave up my who I am. Mm -hmm. Really, as far as I'm, I'm I'm Lakota, but I'm a saved Lakota. He brought me out of my sin. He brought me out of my. My beliefs—he brought me on about you. Nothing can compare to what he's done in my life. But getting back to it, so that's how you need—that's what you need to enter into the kingdom of heaven. Now, listen to this: Luke chapter seventeen, verses twenty and twenty-one, and and uh, and when he was demanded of the Pharisees, when the kingdom of God should come. Oh man. They just could not comprehend, did not understand. He answered them and said, The kingdom of God cometh not with observation. You know what that means? With outward show. Like I said, everything we do, everything we do, we go through certain motions because we think this is what God wants. No, it's not. He wants you just to simply obey his word. That's what he wants. And just to simply obey. You know why that is? You know why it is? Obedience. He said, Going therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. We know that name is Jesus. Jesus is the name of the Father. Jesus is the name of the Son. Jesus is the name of the Holy Ghost. Observing whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always. You know what? Obedience obedience. Just obey. Just obey. You know why some people can't get the kingdom of heaven? They do not obey. So, he says, the kingdom of heaven doesn't come by observation, not without which, show Neither shall they say, lo, here, or lo, there. He says, for behold, look what he says, The kingdom of God is within you. Now, pay attention to this now. Because when he said the kingdom of God was within you, okay, this is is what it means. It's among you. That's just like what John the Baptist said. Repent because the kingdom of God is at hand. Right near you, it's like what you, some of you have been feeling. It's been brushing up to you. That's how close it's been to you.
3: Feeling
0: goosebumps go up and down your back. As one person said, ooh, that gives me the eebie <laughs> Whatever the eebie are, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I started looking in the Lakota dictionary to see if that was in there. <laughs> I found out it wasn't. (laughs) But listen to this. He said, it's among you. Now, I I want you to pay attention to this. He said, because the kingdom of God is within you. It's among you. That's basically what he's saying here. It's among you. The reason why it's translated within you is this. Because the intent of God is that if the kingdom of God is among you. this This is what the Greek word says. The intent of God is that it not just be among you, but that it can be moved and be inserted in you.
1: Amen. Amen. Hallelujah.
0: So that's what the Lord's trying to do. He He wants to bring the kingdom of God to you. Let's go to the book of Acts. I gotta hurry. This is this is beautiful. Well. Uh no 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 not yet. Luke chapter four, verse number forty one. Excuse me, I'm sorry. Luke chapter four, look what it says. Verse number forty one. This is how real the kingdom of heaven is. It's it is discernible. I said that before. Amen. I said, man, I don't know what it is about that service, but when I first started coming to church, there was something there. I would see the kingdom of God was there. Yes. Amen. Well, look what it says in Luke chapter 4, verses 41. And devils also came out of many, crying out and saying, Thou art Christ, the Son of God. And he rebuking them, suffered them not to speak, for they knew that he, that he was Christ. So in other words, the devils knew that who Jesus was. The devils knew that he was bringing the kingdom. He was bringing the kingdom. Then look what he says in verse number 43. I must preach the kingdom of God to other cities also, for therefore I am sent. So in other words, hey, I got to go preach the kingdom of God. You know why? Because I want to bring the kingdom of God. Yes, right. amen. I want to bring the kingdom of God yes. to people. Right. And, then, and then here's what happens. This is the reality of the kingdom of God. Coming right to us. Pay attention now, because remember the devils knew that, who Jesus was. Huh? He said, Well, there's something about that person. Oh, wait a minute. Amen. What you doing here?
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huh?
0: That's just basically what happened. Yeah. What you doing here? You know why? They knew who he was. Yeah. He was the Christ. He was God in the flesh. Yeah. They knew who he was. But that's what James said. The devils believe in one God and they tremble. Yeah. Yeah. So when Jesus came on the scene, they didn't like it. They said, hey, what you doing here? Yeah. Of course, he was here legally because he was born here.
3: Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. <laughs>
0: You're bad. You're bad. Did you know this? Demonic spirits, demons, whatever you call them, they're what they're intruders. Yeah, right. They're right. not here legally.
3: You're you're
0: right. They're not. They intruded. They've taken over. They have influenced mankind. They've been here. They don't belong here. Yeah. So that's why when Jesus came and they seen him and it just blew their minds and all of a sudden it was like, hey, wait a minute. What in the world are you doing here? Yeah. We know thee who thou art, thou art Christ. Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. You know what, the, you know what the, the Greek says? The Greek Bible says, thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. It says, thou art the Christ, the flesh of the living God. Yeah. So they are saying, what's God doing here? Amen. <laughs> Jesus just said, I was born here. Amen. <laughs> Amen. So that's why he can say, get the hints. Yes. Yes. Let me just paraphrase it, make it easier for you to understand I belong here, but you don't. Get out of here. Okay? So let's go on. Uh, Matthew chapter 10. This is what happens when the kingdom of heaven comes. When we come into contact with the kingdom of heaven. Look what happens. And as ye he go, he's talking to his disciples. And as ye go, preach saying, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. You see that? There's that statement again. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick. Cleanse the lepers. Raise the dead. Cast out devils. Freely ye have received. Freely give. Why is that? Because the kingdom of heaven lives in us. So when the kingdom of heaven is around, guess what happens? We experience... What, is, what the kingdom of heaven is all about. What did I say? There's no sickness there. There's no pain. There's no death. And he's saying, what did he say? Heal the sick. Cleanse the lepers. Raise the dead. Cast out devils. Really? Why is it? Because we have the kingdom of God in us. So when we bring the kingdom of God in us, guess what happens? The virtue of the kingdom is released. That principle of eternal life. Yes. So that's why people are healed, because they get a touch of the kingdom of heaven.
3: Amen.
0: Woo, does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Oh, man. Sorry. I want you to understand something. I have a question for you. I, I uh, have a question for you. Well, let me put it this way. Listen to this. All of us in here, because we were born into this world. We're born into this world. We are acquainted with the natural realm. Already. We're acquainted with the natural realm. When the Lord first created man, the Bible says he breathed the breath of life into his nostrils. And the Bible says, he became a living soul. He became a living soul. If you read the scripture, if you read the scripture, when it talks about the being of man, remember, we're, we're a spiritual being as well as a physical being. Because we have a human spirit. We were, that human spirit came to life when we were conceived in the womb. Life, the process of life began when we were conceived. So that little that little uh, embryo began to, the heart began to beat, yes. and we were fashioned. Life came. Yes. We became a living soul. Yes. But this is the part that I want you to understand. Because we were all born into sin, we had no comprehension of God. We might have had some idea, but we never had no comprehension. So how we adjusted to this world without God, without being alive spiritually, we adjusted through our senses. Man became a living soul. You know what that means? You know what the soul means? It's the five senses consisting of our will. So we we're able to choose what we do in life. And, and, and sometimes our senses help us to do that. You know, we, we know that on a real cold day, if it's below zero, we know, hey, don't go outside, you're gonna to freeze to death. Or if we're near a real hot fire, we say, hey, don't go near that hot fire. You know why? You're, you're, you're feeling it through your senses. So your senses are sending that signal back to your mind. and Your mind says, hey, don't touch that. That's hot. Right. Don't go outside when it's, amen, 90 degrees below zero or you're freezing to death. So your senses help you to understand and you govern it by your will, your soul. That's what your soul consists of. Man becomes a living soul. Now here's the, here's the reason why I say that. Because we need the Spirit of God to quicken us, to make us alive, so that we can be lifted up. And we can be lifted up into those spiritual places in Christ Jesus. We need the Holy Ghost to do that. That's what the Apostle Paul was referring to in Ephesians chapter 2. Because if we don't, we will never understand. We will never experience. We're unique in the sense that we're human beings. But yet we have the spirit of God in us. Those of you that have been born again. So we walk in two worlds. We walk in the natural world. We walk in the spiritual world. So this is what I want to say to you. Sometimes the reason why we fail. Is because we fail to distinguish between spirit and soul. This natural realm. And it is fatal to spiritual growth. Without understanding, without understanding the spiritual things of God, we cannot grow spiritually. Spiritual knowledge is very important for us, in order for us to have spiritual life. So, how can a believer understand spiritual life? If he or she does not know what it is, the extent of the realm of the spirit. And right now, the only reason, the only way he can make his way, because you don't, your mind doesn't want to go there. The only way he can make it way right now is what you feel. And all he's telling you is, hey, if you want to enter into my kingdom, if you're going to be granted entered into my kingdom, all you have to do is obey my will, obey my word. And if you obey it, guess what? You're going to arrive there. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes. Brother Craig mentioned something the other night. I said this before. This kingdom has nothing to do with the cultures of this world. He's brought us out of our cultures. He's brought us out of our sins. If anything. We're, we're, we were subjected to our environment, to our cultures, so we practiced what we were raised up and what we believed in those cultures. But guess what? When you come to the kingdom of heaven, guess what? You change principles. Yeah, amen, amen, amen. Jesus Why? Because that's that is a whole different world, yeah. a spiritual world, yeah. spiritual. Yeah. Amen. I hope I haven't bored you. So here's the thing. If if we have difficulty understanding what's going on in this place, I'm glad we have the Spirit of God here. I'm glad the presence of the Lord has liberty in here. I'm glad we would do ourselves well if we would just allow Him to move freely in our midst. Because there's some in here that need to be set free. Some yes. of them here need to come to. Amen. The knowledge of the truth. And the Bible says where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Yes. Amen. Yes. I'll close with this. The Apostle Paul says in 1 Corinthians 4.20. For the kingdom of God is not in word. But it's in power. Amen. And that's why we are feeling, we are experiencing what we're doing because that's the kingdom of, of God. It's not just in word, it's in power. Yes. Yes. I'm glad it's here. Amen. I'm glad it's here. Jesus. Thank you very much. Sorry, thank you. And, and as long as it takes, uh, Crystal still getting baptized this, mor- this morning. Okay, then uh, Jonathan. So as long as it takes them to get ready, um, we we'll go. We baptize them out back. So if you want to witness the water baptism.